The writing feels like it's on the wall, even if it's in crayon, is all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, fat heads get boom. Y'all about to listen to the two fat dudes. Come on. D-list internet celebs, the top of the crop. Always slinging you the news with them nerd cred chops. Now listen up and listen well. The two fat dudes is coming, anyone can tell. Dukes digression, princes of pods. They'll rock your socks, they just can't stop. The two fat dudes are coming your way. The two fat dudes are coming your way. The two fat dudes are coming your way. Prepare to embrace TFD Nerdcast number 574. It has begun. Okay, we'll we'll we're not gonna come on now. Come on, you're trying to why you? We should do it. We should do an edit of that song where we name off like people who have been guests on the show. It'd be like Moon Muffin, Milk Maharaja. Benchmark. <laughs> Damn, they don't <laughs> Dude, I um, I really, I don't hate that idea. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> Homeless catcher. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, if TFT Nerdcast was ever a fighting game, you know Homeless Ketchum got the juice, all right? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, Homeless Ketchum be out there doing it. Um, God, I, I wish I could make a fighting game now. Yeah. You know, if, that... only, if only there was, like, because they have all those RPG makers where you can make your own, like, RPG video games, I wish there was a fighting game maker. Hell yeah. But That's... it would have to be something simple. I know that there are ones out there for, like, tech-savvy computer whizzes, but something easy, like an RPG maker. That would be cool, though. That would be cool, though. I already know you're going to call dibs on the Johnny Cage-type ca- character for yourself, so... Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but or, anywho... Or, or like the Ryu, something like that. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, this is TFD Nerdcast number 574. Despite our awesome Mortal Kombat-ish intro, that's, that's not what's going on here. Uh, but you probably know what's going on. It's your boy, Zach. And I'm Chad. You know who it is. Here to do the nerdy business the way that only we can do it on the TFD Nerdcast. Ooh, god damn, it's been a while since we had a, a show with this much, like, serious stuff. That's it. true. That's true. This It's one, been quiet comparatively for the past, I don't know how This one's going to have some impact. I mean, well, the last time we convened, really, our big news was Echo. Hey, it didn't suck true that that was that was pretty much what we had a couple of weeks ago this week we have got a lot more to get to and less time to do it in so maybe less fucking around and more getting to the updates what do you say zach let's do it you gotta tell them what our sponsor is oh you're right i did i'm I'm so I'm so busy trying to get to the updates that I forgot about the sponsor of the I, I damn could, updates. I could tell. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, I do want to tell everybody about our wonderful sponsor, tfdnerdcast.threadless.com. Boy, they're wonderful. Oh, they're the bestest. Because at tfdnerdcast.threadless.com, you can get all sorts of TFD Nerdcast wares, like coffee mugs, like 
shower curtains, like t-shirts, like, what else, Zach? That thing that you always... A duvet. A duvet. I, I say it like I'm holding a cigarette. I like that. Duvet. A duvet. A TFT nerdcast duvet, you <laughs> sloppy son of a bitch. Enchanté. <laughs> you can get all that and more. TFTnerdcast.threadless.com. Go there. Buy our wares. Here's the fucking updates. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Disney's Valentine's Day gift to the fans was the official release of the cast of the Fantastic Four in the form of a 1960s style poster. Rumors have been true about this cast as we'll see Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic. Nice. Vanessa Kirby from The Crown as the Invisible Woman. Cool. Eben, is it Eben or Eben? I, always I don't know if it's Eben or Eben, uh, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the Moss Backrock, with, with the hardest name here, uh, from Hulu's The Bear as The Thing, and Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things as The Human Torch. Fuck, I love that one. Fant- I love that. <laughs> Fantastic Four is set to release on July 25th, 2025, and is being directed by WandaVision director Matt Shackman. Also, like a good sign, because I thought that Shackman was great for WandaVision. WandaVision is one of the properties that uh, I I still think is pretty good to this day. I, my thoughts on that haven't changed, so we're going to call that positive. I like this cast a lot overall. I'm very happy with this four, this foursome. I think this is solid. I like Pedro Pascal. I love I love him in everything that he's in. If I was picking a Mister Fantastic, admittedly, still. I would have still picked someone a, like different just cuz Pedro like I love Pedro but I don't want to I don't want to not love Pedro. Dude, I was <laughs> discussing this with someone earlier today actually and I know exactly what you're getting at and it's what you and I have discussed previously quite frankly. We love Pedro. We think he's great for this role. Hell yeah. But it's also just that thing where Pedro is getting kind of how'd we say it oversaturated. Oh yeah, he's he's you know? everywhere. Like and and because of that I kind of agree with you. Like, I I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like maybe by the time this movie is said and done, we're going to look back on it and be like, really should have had an unknown play Reed Richards. You know? Yeah, yeah. And and though though I get it, because if you look at that cast, Pedro is the star power of it. Because he's so hot right now. Oh, so, so hot right like, now. The rest of them are good hands who have had their moments. Like... Moss Bacharach is part of the bear. The bear is like having a moment right now. For sure. And uh, Joseph Quinn is like the standout, like surprise star of the strange of stranger things. You know what I mean? Like people loved him in, in that show. And Vanessa Kirby was on the crown and the crown is just like a beloved show on Netflix, you know, as well. Sure. So like they are good hands, but they needed like in wrestling terms, they were all good. We got three good workers, but we need like your your white meat baby face. That's fair. We need your Hulkster. That's fair. Pedro is our Hulkster. Somebody who's <laughs> gonna sell the tickets, brother. Episode title: Pedro is our Hulkster. Pedro is our Hulkster. That has possibility. <laughs> sure. Um, listen. Overall, I don't think we could uh, really be any kind of disappointed about no, this cast not at all. or anything I like, like that yeah. i'm i'm happy with uh with what we're getting here in the overall 
Um, you know, there I think there were uh, some. I want to say there were some hidden things in that uh, in that poster. Yeah, like some little things that have led people to think that this is going to be a period piece. Like yeah. The, uh, one of them was Ben Grimm is reading a Time magazine. You can tell it's a Time magazine, and it and that cover of it is an actual cover from a Time magazine from the 1960s with, I believe, Lyndon B. Johnson on the cover. Yeah, I, I think that was one of the other things I saw was that part of this is that uh, it's hinting that they're going back to being actual astronauts. Yes, yeah. You know, so but they're uh, actually going to have the, the proper uh, origin. Yeah, yeah, it's... And uh, let me see here. Oh, one of the other things was that Herbie uh, will be making his big screen debut. Oh, there yeah. It's about that in the poster. Well, he was in the poster. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah uh, just a couple of other random things I came across that I wanted to make sure I pointed out. But overall, I think uh, I think the same thing that I have always thought about Fantastic Four and it coming into the MCU. I really, really hope that this becomes the Fantastic Four film that everyone who loves Marvel has been trying to get for years. Yeah. And, you know, there have been some attempts. And I know that there are some people who are still fans of some of the, uh, you know, Chris Evans, Jessica Alba, Fantastic Four stuff. Uh, I do not count myself among those people. I don't think they're good movies, but I do think that they portray the Fantastic Four well. I will say that I think the guy they had playing Reed in that was a good Reed. He was. He just wasn't, like, Reed wasn't written the way that I would like in Mm. those movies. You know Mm. what I mean? Gotcha. But that dude was a good Reed. I wish I could remember his name right now. Uh, But anyway... Uh, overall, I, I really want to be positive about the Fantastic Four, and I hope that I get a chance to be. Same. Uh, and I, if, if it is a 1960s thing, I think that that's a great way to bring us bring them in. Because, you know, what does everybody wonder? Why doesn't anybody know about the Fantastic Four? Like, if they're already there, how do we not know them kind of thing? Yeah. If they're from the 1960s, theoretically, they are old and retired. Indeed. And if... But if you put the movie back in the 60s and you somehow then are able to bring them to the present bada bing bada boom and also you can tie them in with um hank pym then because hank is old yes indeed so i think that's cool like there we go we've got some we've got some connective tissues the superhero old folks club yeah exactly yeah it's like the mcu version of that movie red i like it i like it yeah i would watch that (laughs) <laughs> the old people superhero movie? Yeah. Like be interesting. Red, but with superheroes? Totally. I would I would watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, I would. Since we've got our Fantastic Four, uh, of course, there are more rumors uh, that would begin to float around of who would play the role of one Doctor Doom. The name being bandied about by industry insider Jeff Snyder. No Country for Old Men's Javier Bardem. I kind of love that. He's got like a nice thick accent. He's got that deep fucking voice. Can't you just hear that voice behind that mask? Yes, I can. Yeah. Not not the pick I would make, but I, but not one that I could scoff at either. I could see that working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I dig this. I dig. Th- if that's true, 
I'm all about it. Still, still not giving John Ham work, no matter how hard we try. <laughs> yeah. There's still there's so much more in the MCU that we can get John Ham with. I know, but come on, <laughs> come on. At the same time, though, like as much as I, I would sit here and be like John Ham opposite Pedro Pascal. Javier Bardem opposite Pedro Pascal ain't ain't bad either. No, you know, like right? I'm not. I'm like I said, I'm not mad about it. I I also think this is one that that maybe isn't quite in the bag yet, though. No, it's like, still this a rumor. One, this isn't as confirmed as all that other stuff we were just chit chatting about in that poster. Yeah, though, like the Fantastic Four cast is confirmed. Yeah. Marvel put that out for real, but Doom is not confirmed. That is still in the rumor mill. We'll watch that as it develops. You know we'll be here to let you know. Indeedly doodly dudley. Where's Ricky? Oh, he's he's sitting, he's laying, he's sleeping in his little bed oh, right behind Ricky, you. Ricky, Ricky, hey. Come do the song, boy. And now. Get ready for your weekly dose of the nerd news. With the two fat dudes. Nails it every time. He does. He no does. Ma- no matter how malnourished. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, the news this week is some trailers, boy. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. One of these trailers is for something we were actually just talking about at our last meeting. Oh, my. The trailer for X-Men 97. It is official. Oh. Finally. Because you were just, we were just talking about how, like, we're just waiting for them to finally fucking pull the pull the trigger yeah. and give us a date. How bad I wanted them to stop playing with my emotions. And then they <laughs> finally said, all right, we're done messing around. March 20th. Oh, yes. It's official, X-Men 97. And that trailer was fantastic. That trailer was everything that I wanted it to be. And I didn't even know I wanted some of that. Yeah, dude. It looks so good. It looks so good. And it is so full of Easter eggs and little stuff that they can do and be like, oh, hey, we can, I mean, this works, so we can get away with this. I don't know if you even noticed, at one at one uh, point early in the trailer, when the newspaper blows by, one of the things that's on there says, is Spider-Man a mutant? Oh, no, sh- I totally missed that. Which is a callback to the crossover yeah. episode of of the old school uh, X Men series and the Spider Man uh, Spider Man series when they had that crossover episode, which I loved. Hell yeah! And then one of the other things on that Daily Bugle newspaper, because if you know, it, it was a Daily it was a Bugle. Daily Bugle. Yeah, one of the other things that's on there is in the byline. Not only do you see uh, Peter Parker's name, but Eddie Brock's name is in the byline oh, shit. too. Like I'm, dude, they are planting seeds with this shit, like. And then there's something on that same newspaper about the Hellfire Gala. The Hellfire Gala? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, dude. That's... They're planting seeds in this motherfucker. Because, like, X-Men 97, like, that's way before Krakoan era. I know. Hmm. I know, but I'm telling you, they are up to some shit. Clearly. Clearly up to some shit. At one point, they show Magneto's fucking palace on Genosha. Yeah. 
That was pretty neat. I'm like, what? We're already there now? How did this happen? But then at the same time, they pulled some like early, you know, like late 80s, early 90s shit with with uh, Magneto now being the headmaster of the Xavier School for Gifted Children. Dude, I'm telling you, I think I think that this is being looked at as such an opportunity by the people behind the scenes. Like, I think they think that they could legitimately like create part of a multiverse that they could just go ahead and tie into all the other stuff that they've been doing by rekindling an old X-Men fandom. Like I, I think, I think they have those kind of aspirations here. I think that they're, yeah, they're using this to whet the appetite of X-Men fans and get them ready for the uh the big live action debut like this is the reminder to a lot of like lapsed like you know people that aren't reading comic books to be like hey remember x-men and then the fans are like yeah i remember exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and that honestly what i'm kind of thrilled about that whole concept and all the possibilities that they're planning and all the shit that they might do Mm. i feel like for years, I have said consistently the one area that DC punches down at Marvel mm-hmm. again and again animated features. Definitely. And I think Disney and Marvel legitimately think that if they can bring this show back to some form of its former glory, they can spin that into finally being able to have an animated catalog. That could at least stand up to yeah. DC. I'm not. I'm not going to say they could beat it because let's face it, DC's animated universe is so fucking accomplished. So but but you could at least get in the fight, and it really opens up because if you remember, there were crossovers with like all those '90s, all those '90s um, Marvel cartoons. Because mm. remember, there was a Fantastic Four cartoon. There was an Iron Man cartoon. There was a Hulk cartoon. Yeah. Then there was the X. The X Men and Spider Man were the two most popular ones. The other ones usually you only caught like early in the morning before school. Yeah. But still, those all existed, and there were and there were commingling between those. So theoretically, that newspaper that you were that you're pointing out could signal that like if this show does well, suddenly we're gonna have a whole Marvel '90s verse where they could rekindle all those characters. And and uh, you know have them have their own little world to play in as far as animation goes. The possibilities awesome. are are just crazy. And to me, the fact that that uh, that they greenlit season two of X Men '97 before season one even dropped, to me, that's that's like you know, that sounds all, like they know what they got. Lights, yeah. All green lights. You know what I mean? Have you seen the Have you seen the the memes of Rogue? All over the internet. Oh, about how she how she used to have a juicy backside and now she don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some Listen. of them, some of them were very funny. Some of them were like, "Why are you so mad about this?" Because like I thought that it was funny. You know, like the ones that are funny are funny. It is funny, but here's the thing: I've watched enough of that show that I can tell you that that one sequence where Apocalypse is bearing down on her is pretty much the only time she has a juicy backside. Yeah. Okay, like that was. That was that artist on that particular day 
being so hard up that he couldn't help himself. <laughs> All right? That's what that was. That was a 90s okay? as fuck pose. That was not that was not normal Rogue meant to be like the first white woman with that kind of badunka dunk. That's that's not what that was. It was I just ha- a, I hate a to moment. destroy it for some of the fanboys out there. See, like that's but, why I like I thought it was funny. Like the people that are took that took it and made a joke with it, I'm like I, I giggled at those. Yeah. But then there were like people that were legit mad and started screaming woke this and woke that. Okay. Like shut the fuck up. Thank you very much because you have brought me to what I think needs to be a oh yes just salient point that I'm about to make. Okay. Anybody out there who has any kind of issue with anything Zach just said, or the fact that the character Morph is planned to be uh, written as non-binary. You have issues with any of these things, and it is causing you to be like, oh, the X-Men are woke. Oh, let's see what happens when Disney gets their fingers in the pie. All that bullshit? Motherfucker. The X-Men were first written to help people get over ideas like segregation and, you know, not being able to accept each other and all that bullshit, okay? Yep. Get the fuck over yourself, okay? Charles Xavier, if, if, if the right person wanted to get into his school... He doesn't give a fuck where they're at on the uh, LGBTQ spectrum or or wherever or any of that bullshit, okay? He he wants heroes. He doesn't give a fuck about their orientation. Nope. Get out of here with your bullshit. Seriously. It's real fucking stupid, and you've clearly not read a goddamn comic book, because if anyone was going to be non-binary, it's fucking Morph. And see, the other thing about him being non-binary that people don't realize is, like, he is a shapeshifter. It makes more sense in the world exactly. for a shapeshifter to be non-binary exactly. than any other kind of character. Yeah, like, like I said, it, uh, it, he's like, if anybody was going to be, it makes 100% sense for someone like Morph to be. People, it's just the way of things, okay? Having an opinion is a great thing. We should all have opinions and we should all share them and respect them. But when you have an opinion without information, what you have is dumb shit. Okay? Get get it together. Have the information so your opinion is valid. Until then, I don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> yeah. If Is the X-Men woke? Of course it is. Because that was the fucking point. Listen, and... and mm. I hate the idea that woke has become this vilified term. It's stupid that it's a vilified because, term. Because it makes it imply as though it is bad that we have awakened from our slumber and should just go back to sleep. Yeah, like like it's bad to have progressive ideas where, you know, people are other people that are different than you are still human and have rights. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. You're crazy. It's just Anyway, oh, back to the X-Men. I can't I can't fucking stand it. like and that's the thing is we don't we don't do political shit. No. But the thing is is that the X-Men have political Absolutely. roots. Yeah. And that is part of their historical importance. Yep. That is the whole point here, people. Pay attention. Please. And just be able to and on top of that, 
be able to enjoy a fucking cartoon show for what it is and not worry that someone is trying to, you know, make a subliminal statement and indoctrinate your children or some such bullshit. Get over it. Because <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. It's, it's I, so dumb. I, I can't even with the dumbness of it. I know. But, but you know what? Here's how I know how silly and ridiculous it is. None of it, not a speck of it is stopping my excitement about X-Men Hell 97 no. and how much I'm just going to have a, a big old fanboy joygasm the the very first time I actually get to see one of these new episodes. I mean, I I don't know that this can be anywhere near as good as I hope it to be. Fingers crossed. But if it doesn't suck, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm like so happy. Like even even if even if I have to come back here and tell you that I rate this like a seven or eight pudding pops, I'm still so fucking happy. <laughs> we should move on. Yeah. We've got a lot to cover. Right on, because there's another very important trailer. Yes, Deadpool and Wolverine, or Deadpool three. Which one is it actually being titled now? I saw it as Deadpool and Wolverine. Like the, the the trailer has it as Deadpool and Wolverine. Oh, see, that's interesting because I've also seen it as Deadpool three. Either way, it doesn't I'll matter. Look it up. You, you keep know, talking. You know the fucking film that we're talking about. The new Deadpool project starring Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Darlings of Marvel properties abound. IMDB has it as Deadpool and Wolverine. All right. Okay. Cool. Deadpool and Wolverine. Then yeah. that's what that's what we're going with. Thank you. Good for confirming that when I was I'm watching the Super Bowl and they did the teaser and then at the end it just says trailer now on YouTube and I'm like what huh what huh and I was like I immediately went to YouTube and it wasn't there yet (laughs) and I was like what the fuck and I spent like I just had the Super Bowl on one monitor and I'm just like too busy on YouTube trying to find that shit and then (laughs) then when I finally when it finally popped up I just muted the Super Bowl (laughs) and was watching the Deadpool trailer and it was so good. Oh, man, that trailer looks so much fun. It confirms uh, the theory that we've talked about previously about him uh, being involved with the TVA, which I think is super fun. Same. Super happy about that. And it seems like like they are doing a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe thing where he's going to take out the Fox Universe. It kind of looks that way. Yeah. And I mean, that that one shot, he's in like a desert, like that desert area. And in the background, you see the actual Fox logo, like, crushed and in the ground, which I thought was fucking great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking and him- <laughs> Easter eggs everywhere oh, here, so too. Like, in both of these trailers, really. But, but, man, just all sorts of good stuff with Deadpool and... Ugh. I don't... Yeah. How about... How about we saw... Um, did you see Pyro? Pyro was in the trailer. No, I missed him. Oh yeah, the kid from that played Pyro is back. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like a second with him. That's awesome. Then we got like we got Wolverine. Oh man, we got to see he's gonna the, be Patch at some point. Wolverine in the yellow suit is is like worth the price of admission for me here. Same. I it's. Oh. It's so funny that uh, Deadpool like makes jokes about himself being Marvel Jesus because I've pretty that. much, I've pretty much been saying as much like before this film started coming. Like somebody needs to save the MCU, and and if Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman can't do it, I don't know if it can be done. Shit, yeah, yeah. 
ship needs to be righted, as they say. I mean, I I don't feel that the MCU isn't is bad has been bad. I feel that it is, has been lacking, but a lot of people feel that it's bad. Maybe and save the MCU isn't the term I want, but reinvigorate the MCU. That's a, yes, I like that. There we reinvigorate go. it. Yeah. Oh man, this is yeah. This movie is gonna be fun. It's gonna be dumb fun. I can't wait for it, dude. I mean, seriously, the any any. Anytime I have a chance to get Ryan Reynolds on my screen is generally a a good thing just because I like Ryan Reynolds. Same. But whenever I get him as Deadpool, it's something special because don't get me wrong. We've had a couple of people who I think have become some close contenders, but still to this day, there is no more perfect casting in a comic book property. Than Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson. Yeah. It but just doesn't exist. There are like maybe two or three people that we have said on the show, like they were born to play this character. Like we said, Batista was born to play Drax. Oh, yeah. And uh, 100% Ryan Reynolds was born to play Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> this Their collision course had to happen. I mean, seriously, the man, <laughs> in a lot of ways, the man's personality was already Deadpool before he became Deadpool. Exactly. You know, like it just, it, it was written in the stars. Yep. And I cannot wait to watch him do it again with Hugh Jackman at his side for the first time since, what, Wolverine Origins? When when they really had yeah. considerable time on the screen together. And that wasn't even really Deadpool. No. Except for that cool three minutes at the very beginning. It was more... Which the... is the reason that everyone clamored for Ryan Reynolds to come back and be real Deadpool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we knew then mm -hmm. that man needs to be fucking Deadpool. Yeah. It's really the only thing that the Wolverine Origins movie got 100% right is is giving us... Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson. Yeah, agreed. The one thing that I need, though, that I haven't seen, and I think that they are keeping it under wraps on purpose, I don't think it should be in a trailer, but that man has got to don that Wolverine mask. I need him to be in full Wolverine regalia by the end of that movie. He's got to put that mask on. Hell yeah, dude. It has to happen. Hell yeah. With the cigar. That'd be cool. <laughs> like just, <laughs> but the mask has to happen one time in the yeah. twenty plus years of him playing Wolverine. We gotta see him in that mask once. It was teased once in that in the second Wolverine film at the very end. Remember? Yes, I do. Yes, but I it's do. It's never happened, and I need it once. Well, that's the other thing is that has not been in the trailer at all that we already know exists is the brown and yellow. Uh, outfit. Yeah, like I wonder if we're going to get an alternate Wolverine that's in that one. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll get the mask there. Maybe. Either way, I think it would be cool to see him masked up. I agree. Indeed. Is it time to hit the spoiler alert button? Yeah, I think it is. Alrighty, Spritey. Here we go. Spoiler alert. You know, we didn't even... <laughs> this is so fitting. But this is like the one time ever that we have a movie review, and we didn't even fucking mention it in the intro. <laughs> we, we did not even mention that we had a movie review this week in the intro. 
How about them apples? Well, you know it'll be in the show notes. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, but like usually we lead with that, like stick around. We're gonna have a big review at the end, and uh, today we're just like, let's just get going. <laughs> well, we had other stuff to talk about that wasn't. It was this. more important. I wasn't gonna say that, but the know. rest of the show notes, like the rest of the things that we covered today, were more important than Madam Web. I think that's probably true. Yeah, this is this is one movie review where uh, the the news and and rumors section was more important than the movie review. But we're gonna do it because we spent fucking theater price money to go and see it. <laughs> I went early in the day and and spent matinee price. So money. did I. So did I. <laughs> yeah, there was. I wasn't gonna fucking go to. Like the late showing, no, fuck spend that. that kind of money. Was there a late showing for this? Who knows? Fuck. Probably like one. <laughs> right. Oh my! Yeah. We're giving away too much. <laughs> All right. Uh, so dude, we already did the spoiler alert, right? Uh huh. Okay, just want to make sure. Cool. Uh, then I guess time for the all-encompassing sentence. Yeah. Okay. Mine is going to be a little surprising. All right, go ahead. Madam Web is not as bad as people are saying it is. And I will I will expound upon that then. Well, I'm I'm just going to change my uh, encompassing sentence on the fly and make <laughs> oh, mine no. Zachary is full of shit. <laughs> I, I- I think we agree more than you think we do, but I'm just saying, because here's my thing. Everywhere I'm looking is saying that Madam Web is the worst superhero movie ever made. No. It is no, fucking It not. is not that. It is not that. I present to you Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. I, I present, present to you Morbius. I present to you the Ghost Rider movies. I present to you Daredevil starring Ben Affleck. I really fucking present to you Electra. There are way worse superhero films than this. In my mind, if this is just a sci-fi action movie that is not tied to a beloved superhero franchise, it's not as bad. And I, if I watched it on a streaming service on a whim, would just be like, that was fine. And then move on with my life. But because it is attached to a Spider-Man universe that nobody fucking wants, and everyone's pissed and hates Sony for trying to do it, it's it's way worse than it than it actually is. That is my argument. It's not good. It's bad. It's but bad. it's but it's not like what it's being made out to be. Let's talk about the cast first. Okay. Because I feel like there might actually be a couple of positives that we can wring out of the cast. All right, let me fire up the old MDIB. All right, yeah, pull up that MDIB for us and 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 really hit that Madam Web cast hard. So, of course, we've got our... Who do you want to start with? Yeah, hiccups. Well, uh, I suppose we could just go ahead and be obvious and start with uh, Dakota Johnson as the title character. Now, I know I just said uh, that I think there's some positives to be wrung out of the cast here. Unfortunately, I don't think Dakota is part of that. 
fifty percent decent acting, fifty percent driftwood. <laughs> That's how I felt about her performance. I here's how I felt. I felt like she didn't give a fuck, and I don't mean that Cassandra Webb, the character, didn't give a fuck. I felt like Dakota Johnson didn't give a fuck. I felt like she was really rather there to collect the Marvel paycheck. Now, whether, oh, yeah. whether that was her idea, her agent's idea, her third bestie's idea, I don't fucking know. I'm not going to pretend to know because I don't give a fuck very much <laughs> like she didn't about most of her performance have here. You, have you seen like the uproar about her media tour for this movie? No. Oh, man. That's exactly what everyone is saying. Like all of her interviews are are like giving hard. I don't really care about this vibes. She hasn't seen the movie and she said she probably won't. But she also said that she doesn't generally watch her own movies. So when she was at the premiere, she just left. She didn't stay and watch the movie. And uh, someone like she has said before that she likes Marvel movies. But then someone in one of the interviews asked her what the names of the Spider-Man movies were. And she couldn't name any of them. They're like, she doesn't give a fuck. And, and uh, apparently... See, I knew none of that. That's just what I got from her performance. That's And that's fantastic. Because it's totally true. You could tell. You could really tell. Wow. Yeah, she was cashing a paycheck and maybe hoping that it hit and she could get into... A franchise where she could make a lot of money. Yeah. Well, no. Unfortunately, no. No. I, I don't even know if it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not. not based based on what we got here. It's not. At least not unfortunate for her. There are a couple other individuals here who I think it might be unfortunate for. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Merced, and Celeste O'Connor who were Julia Cornwall, Anya Corazon, and Maddie Franklin, respectively, the three younger, not-yet-spider-people who will eventually be. They were the characters who brought the most charm and personality out of anybody on the screen here. Um, that's not to say that they were amazing. I thought that they were fine, but that the writing for their characters was so fucking one-dimensional. Absolutely. It was so one-dimensional. Absolutely. Maddie Franklin uh, is, "Oh, I'm the I'm the rebellious rich girl." And, and Anya Corazon is, "I'm I'm all brains and don't have time for anything else." She was literally wearing a fucking shirt that said, "I eat math for breakfast." Like how when, on the nose do you have to be? Yeah. And fucking Julia Cornwall which I, I don't understand that because it's Julia Carpenter. I guess they were going to try and. Yeah, I don't really know what they were going for the there either. But like her, her whole thing was like, I'm the mousy girl who just wants to do things right and not get in trouble. And what do they have her wear the whole movie almost? A school, a school girl, girl outfit. outfit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> so it's so. Ugh. It's so ham handed. And uh, Tahar Rahim as Ezekiel Sims are are big bad here. Um, this that they're just listen. It was a shitty T one thousand. It was. He was a uh, shitty T one thousand. I mean, I don't even know that I rate it that high. Like the writing for his character was horrible, and and his delivery did not help it. No, it there. And did you notice that all of his all of his dialogue had to be redone 
that it was all fucking ADR and it didn't even line up. Like a lot of the times his lips didn't even fucking line up with the bad Michael Douglas impression that he was doing. Yeah. It sounded like shit. It looked like shit. And you could tell that they had to cut a lot of his scenes in such a way that you didn't have to see him saying things because it was so poorly dubbed. Indeed. And then you got poor Mike Epps making a cameo just to be one of the guys who dies. That sucks. And one of the, you know. and, and and put on one of the better acting performances of the movie in his ten minutes. My t- true. He, my was, t- he was believable as the guy at barbecue. Yeah. And guy who gets killed who works with them. Yeah. Yeah. But but for my money, the best acting in the whole fucking movie, the one and only Adam Scott. Adam Scott. I know. Listen. <laughs> Hey, I'm with you, dude. Adam Scott, he... uh, As Ben Parker. All he ever really has to do is show up and be Adam Scott, and it's really not fair, you know? (laughs) But he's good at it. But he's good at it. Yeah. Yeah, easily the best. I was, was, like, thrilled to see Zosha Mamet get a little bit of work. I, I liked her on Girls, but she was a shitty Felicity Smoke. Like, Arrow, you know? Like, she's just the, the girl behind the keyboard. And like, and it was all her lines were just lame and generic, and it was stupid to have that. I actually really like her in the flight attendant with Kaylee Cuoco. She's, I've never seen she's, that. She's good in that, but but in this, it was flat. I mean, she like I think you're giving her too much credit, dude. There was like, nothing for her to do there. Her job could have been done by you know, like just a a, a robotic piece of equipment, pretty like much. an AI. She she didn't. I mean, I don't think she ever got up from that chair. No, you know? she was just in that chair the whole movie, and and it really pisses me off that. Well, I, okay, well I'll save that because we're still talking cast. But yeah, so I mean, like, our, it just wasn't. Damn, dude, I really thought I would have a little bit better things to say here. This is why I wanted to start here. For me, the cast is like the high point, and this is this is still shit. I love Emma Roberts. That's all I have to say about that. That's fair, and like I said, we I, I I give credit to the to the three young girls who you know like, and and honestly, like as harsh as it might sound, like we're being on the cast and and uh, the individuals themselves. Really, I hang a lot of this at the feet of bad writing, which I guess brings us to the horrible story in air quotes yeah well i mean yeah it's it's you could say it's the writing you could probably say it is the way the movie was cut you could say it was probably a lot of producer bullshit that that you know you know what i mean that like made this movie suck honestly i thought visually everything was very sloppy and it made me not want to watch it not because it was like visually bad but more because like man if i keep watching this this might hurt my eyes oh wow you know i i have a positive thing to say uh and it it goes with visuals i thought that that black spider-man costume with the red trimming was pretty fucking cool looking i thought that was a cool costume Eh. like for an evil spider-man i thought that was a cool costume but it kind of made me question why the fuck does a guy who doesn't know who spider-man is already have a suit that looks vaguely like spider-man because he could do that in this universe. Because he's from the he's spider tribe, or yeah. he's not. He's not from them. But it's because it's the stupid verse. It is the stupid verse. It's the spunk. The spunk. Yes, thank you. 
I couldn't remember what you had called it previously, the spunk. <laughs> what did they call it? The Spider-Man universe of Marvel characters? The yeah. spunk. Spunk. What a bunch of fucking bullshit. It's a bunch of spunk all over their faces. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the story was stupid, too. <laughs> so while we're getting the story was stupid i will say this though i think that the best period of the movie was the opening not the opening in the in the fucking jungle but when we first meet dakota or when we first meet cassie and ben parker their emts doing their job mm. that sequence and then her like having these like kind of flash moments where like her powers come to be falling in the river and that shit. I thought all of that was actually pretty good. I also thought that some of that shit was kind of confusing with how they went about trying to tell the relationship of those two, because at one point it seems like they're kind of having a conversation about, you know, how maybe they were being more than friends and now they're not going to do that anymore because Ben, you know, clearly found, found May. May, but, but he doesn't actually say her name for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. I, you know, which really kind of drove me nuts. But yeah, there was that, there was that quick moment where it was like, mm, they've been fucking. Yeah. 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 Not like, I didn't like the way they played that because it was almost like they tried to be, so sly about it that it was like they were being too smart and that was like you know what i'm saying it was, like they it were... was unnecessary you don't like just because two people are partners and are really close doesn't mean they had to fuck well yeah you could have just left it at that you know like it was just these two work together and they are best friends but no now instead it's like they wow. might they might have fucked yeah madam webb got down with uncle ben what what <laughs> You know, with big dick comes big responsibility. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for bringing that up because that right there is just about the worst writing I've ever fucking seen in a superhero film. Is is when that asshole at the end, her her uh, sort of uh, not father, but sort of uh, surrogate tribal father, who's revealing all these secrets to her. Oh, yeah flips the line about uh, great power and great responsibility i wanted to vomit it was I, dumb I, I wanted to vomit like that was that was horrible just just real real bad <laughs> uh maddie at one point said the line also all the fun none of the responsibility which i believe was the tagline to that young may parker comic that was out a couple years back ah uh. So that was like a little nod. I was like, oh, that's funny. But yeah. So, okay. Number one. The idea that like there is a tribe in the in the forest of the Amazon that uses a specific spider to get spider powers. I was that's fine. But then when you change that to be not only that, but it's basically like when you get bitten by the spider, it's a lottery. And maybe you get spider powers. Maybe you see the future. Like, how the fuck do those two things correlate? Yeah. Like, that doesn't, like, so it's it's completely up in the air. You well, might... no, Zach, it's because the entire world is a web. And when you can see all the strings Ooh, of the web. it's a web and she's see? a spider. Because <laughs> spiders see the future. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, that was, that was dumb. 
That was dumb. And I love that the only thing that they could mm. think of in the writer's room for this movie was, all right, so she doesn't have actual fighting powers. None of them can actually fight Ezekiel. What can they do? I know. Hit him with a car. <laughs> That's literally the only fucking thing that Cassie does is hit him with different cars. Yes, he does. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> the guy, like, he's got spider powers, but he can't get out of the way of cars. I mean, I guess, I guess spider sense wasn't on his lottery ticket. I guess, <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he got a he got a uh, faulty spider bite. This fucking movie. Yeah, man. And I, uh what it, a tangled web of shit. <laughs> uh what else? <laughs> we're we're still rolling here. <laughs> um just like the, the story of her mom being like last month pregnant and going into the f- fucking jungles to find the spider. I don't know. What did you think of that? And the whole reason that she went? Here's what I think of that. Anybody whose unborn baby really has those kind of problems, uh, even if you really are a brilliant scientist who thinks that you can solve those problems, you're not doing it when you're that far along in your pregnancy because you're just going to endanger yourself and the unborn child yeah you're nine months pregnant going into the amazon jungle i mean granted people live in the jungles pregnant and whatnot but sure but like i mean like first of all you shouldn't have made that flight yeah because you're not supposed to travel at that point in, in itself very risky yeah so you know Unless you went by boat or something, they don't really say that. They don't you know? say, yeah. But we we don't we don't know. All all I know is that uh, even for sci-fi and even for uh, the amazing things that a pregnant woman can be capable of, it's a stretch, is what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a stretch, and yeah, I, and and the the emotional moments where she finds out why her mom did it didn't really even hit for me because of everything else yeah i get it i get it you're not wrong i mean when when everything else is this bad it is hard to incite an emotional response even uh even with a big moment like that mm-hmm. and like the idea that this you know that her fucking you know spider tribe gandalf just knew that she would come back and have questions and stuff. And like just the way that they did that whole sequence was just yeah, so rushed. And and how I mean, maybe it's just me, and I understand that sometimes you don't have time for a travel sequence, but I really hated the way they timed it in terms of her waiting right up until the very end of the movie to go to the Amazon and figure shit out. And be like, hey, this guy's been tracking you and wants to kill you. He's really good at it. I'm going to leave for a week and leave you with a pregnant woman and my best friend. Yeah, that... (laughs) Because they don't know how he's tracking them. Nope. Can I... Okay, can I point out two more fucking... mm, Listen, man, we're we're reviewing the fuck out of it. You can do whatever you want. Number one... This is like this Ezekiel Sims is a dumb shit. Like he is he is a rich dumb shit. This is not the Ezekiel Sims of the Straczynski era comics 
who I granted a lot of people did not like, and a lot of people don't like that Straczynski run. I get it. It's fine. I liked it, but I get it. Ezekiel there was calculating. He was brilliant. He was a chess, he was a chess player. And, you know, and he came in with plans. This guy's plans are fucking stupid. So his thing is, I'm going to sleep with this, I'm going to sleep with this government agent, kill her, and then use her tag to go and get this top secret fucking, basically Brother Eye from the DC books. It's basically Mm -hmm. Brother Eye that can see anyone anywhere on security cameras, hear them, everything, you know, know when they fart. (laughs) You know, he's going to go and get that after killing this person. Gas detected. Yeah. (laughs) And he's going to steal this and use it. Number one, if you're going to do something like that, why would you not have your brilliant, rich, supposedly brilliant, rich, bad guy, like, pay her off or do something like that? Just use, you know, puppet master shit. Yeah. But instead, just kill her and take her card? Well, now the government is looking for their dead agent. Also, the government has fucking brother eye technology why do you think they're not going to immediately fucking know that you stole their brother eye technology and that you are using it these are good questions number two (laughs) she steals a cab and then uses it for two weeks (laughs) wait no she removed the plates so it's okay oh it's okay she removed the plates yeah that that makes it okay because you know the the specific number of the cab still isn't on top of the fucking cab (laughs) that was the thing like because she took the plates off i'm like the fucking thing is still there like this cab's number like which cab this is it's it's id is on the top there and she uses it for two weeks <laughs> because at almost two weeks, at least because she's gone for a week and she leaves it in a fucking airport parking lot. Just leaves it there. A fucked up cab in a in an airport parking lot for a with week. Some dude's blood on it. <laughs> and she goes between New York and New Jersey eight times and no one well, is looking know, for the cab. Everything is legal in New Jersey. God damn it. Like, this is, it was like, ugh, so many dumb... Re- and then, okay, and number three. Someone had a stroke and died because Madam Webb stole an ambulance. Think about that. Remember the scene? She's, she's, try- she's about to leave in the stolen cab that no one notices. Yeah. And an ambulance pulls up and blocks the driveway. Mm-hmm. And the and when the EMTs go into the house next door, the ambulance is so, she says, sorry, guys, and fucking steals. She, the, the she is an EMT. Yeah. All the shit they need is in that ambulance. And now someone is dead because she stole the fucking ambulance. And she is an EMT. God damn it. I didn't even think of that. That's such a good point. Someone died. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. She can see the future, and at that point, she had enough control of her powers that she knew that another ambulance would get there in time. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. They gave us no inclination of that. I know. I know. It was fucking horrible, dude. <laughs> it's just... And she stole that ambulance <sighs> so she could hit him with it 
That was her second hit. Because that's her superpower. <laughs> her superpower <laughs> is surprising evil Spider-Man with cars. <laughs> it depends for the car. <laughs> Granted, it's a good way to take someone out. Well, take him down anyway. I mean, if you do yeah. it twice and he still gets back up. That's why he's the shitty T-1000 of this movie. <laughs> God, this like this movie sucked. And like like I said at the top, I never said that this was a good movie. All that I said was, people are saying it's the worst superhero movie ever made. It is not, but it is a piece of shit. The soundtrack was poop, too. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> you know what? The second, okay, the best part of this entire movie was listening to the cranberries in the end. Because <laughs> that's a great song. That's the best part of the whole oh, movie. Oh, man. That's... It was bad, folks. It was... It was bad. I... It is... It, 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 it could be a shitty straight-to-streaming action movie, and I'd be fine with it, and I'd watch it once and be like, that kind of sucked, but it wasn't terrible. But that's about it. And I said this, I said this, I did a, I did like a Patreon exclusive review of just me, like my instant thoughts kind of thing. Yeah. And I made this point. If someone held a gun to my head and said, pick one, you have to watch Elektra or you have to watch Madam Web. I'm going to pick Madam Web every time. That's fair. So th that's the best, that's the most positive review of it I can give. I would watch it instead of Electra every time. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> Man, that's, that's it's something, right? I I can't question your logic, you know. I um I'm trying to think of what comic book movie I would rather watch Madam Web than. Would you watch Electra instead? No, I th I think I would agree with you on that. I think I'd rather yeah. watch Madam Web than than Electra. But it it's not too far off. <laughs> um, I think for me the one that I would say that I think would would give people a good idea. Um I'd rather watch Madam Web than than watch Morbius again, you know. Madam Web kept my attention. Like I, I never, I never like felt like I was falling asleep. I never felt like I wanted to look at my phone. Morbius did both of those things for me. I was so fucking bored. Yeah, I do think it was better than Morbius, but uh, but I also think if that is your particular benchmark, that's that's not good. <laughs> that's that's pretty bad. But it does show that outside of Venom, Sony is progressing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the saddest progression, but man, they they fucking flubbed hard on Morbius, and they flubbed just a little bit less with with Madame wow, Web. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> progression. <laughs> Ooh, he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. <laughs> yeah, that's. So I, I can't wait to see what kind of a fucking garbage fire Craven's gonna be. <laughs> when does that piece of shit come out? Spunk. <laughs> and that might be the last that might might be the last orgasm of the spunk. 
Uh, I feel like that. That's do. Wait a minute. Hold on. I have that on my phone. Actually, let yeah. me double check. Because I feel, I feel like we are getting to a point, and you know, and I hate to say it this way. No, I don't. Honestly, Craven is August of this it's, year. It's about a month after Deadpool, uh, and then uh, the new Venom is supposed to happen in November. Jesus, are they? I guess that's in production now. Then the third, I mean, the third Venom. It's been I mean, put back. You know, we we don't. You know, who knows? But. Yeah. Because there hasn't really been any talk about that movie that I can remember. There has not. But, you know, they're probably trying to keep that one under wraps and hope that they can, you know, not fucking dive bomb that shit the way that that the rest of the spunk is going. We're getting real close, I think. I think we're getting real close to a point where Sony at least finally taps out and just says... You do all the live action spider stuff to Marvel. They might keep the rights, but I think we're getting real close to them being like, "Yeah, go ahead and let our Venom join the MCU." I, I wish they would do it with Venom before yeah. before he's ruined. Yeah, I think that we're getting we are getting there where they are going to be like, "Yeah, apparently we don't know what we're doing. Just take all the spider stuff." I think they'll keep the and animation. That's when somebody at Marvel will be like, "I told you, fuckers, you didn't know what you were doing. Give me this. Hold my fucking beer. Watch, watch us in one fell swoop do a better Morbius than you." That and you know why it'll be a better Morbius? Zachary, because it'll be a secondary. Zachary with with one good lead actor and a couple million dollars of a budget, you and I could make a better Morbius film than what was on the fucking screen. Yeah. No, I don't think we could because that character is not meant to be a main character. That's what I was getting at. D- like Marvel getting that character back would make a better Morbius because it would be a an ancillary character in a Spider-Man movie where it was meant to be. I think he's better off as the third guy in a Midnight Suns movie or that. if you ask me. Or but, that. You know. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. At any rate, I think I think we should just if you don't, I don't have anything else to say. I think you you can tell that I've said all that I needed to say, dude. No, I mean, listen, I I wish there was more to say here, but there just isn't. You know, it's, no. It, it, Ooh, no, there is one more thing to say. Oh fuck! You know what else? You know why else people hate this movie as hard as they do? Besides what I said before about like being pissy at Sony and uh, not liking the non Spider Man Spider Man universe. Do fucking tell. The trailers straight up fucking lie. Because those trailers make it seem like this is the origin film that by the end, they're all going to be in their spider regalia and fight the bad guy and win. And that's what you wait for the entire film. Oh, yeah. No, that's a very good point, dude. Instead, it is two two flashback sequences that don't even last three minutes. Yeah, it's a two hour long cock tease. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it is. It totally is. I mean, I I even I mean, I barely got to see Sydney Sweeney hang upside down. That was like a moment I was waiting for. They were because she was talking about it in the, like her interviews and stuff yeah. that she wanted that scene to be there. Yeah, dude, I was looking forward to it, and I didn't I, I didn't really get it. And we don't I, even. And yeah. by the end of this, we don't even know how the fuck they get powers or get anything. We don't know. Yeah. They don't even go. They don't even get that far. No, I mean the the ending sequence leaves us feeling with this like hall oh well look aren't we a bunch of misfit toys and now we're gonna be our own family and madam webb is gonna be like our matron and 
that's that's <laughs> yeah. She's gonna be creepy know. female Charles Xavier because she was creepy as fuck in those last scenes with the glasses and shit. Just like the like no emotion. Yeah, like just because you're blind doesn't mean you no longer show fucking emotion and that you're a piece of cardboard sitting looking out a window, but you can't look out of it. Yeah, it was I mean, weird. It was a dumb ending sequence. It was. It didn't help anything. Yeah. So there we go. But I, I still stand by not the worst superhero movie. And if it was just an action movie, it would have been okay because no one would have been talking about it. It would have been straight to streaming. I don't think it would have been any better. I just think that. No. It, but I agree with you that it wouldn't have been as uh, destroyed because it wouldn't right. represent what it does. Exactly. If it didn't represent what it does, it would just be a crappy action movie that you put on streaming. And it was like, I'll watch this once. So it would basically be anything Nick Cage has done in the last 12 years. Uh huh. <laughs> Except for that Pedro Pascal movie. That movie yeah. is amazing. The unbearable <laughs> weight of massive talent. Uh, but that has nothing to do with Madam Webb. Nope. Putting pop <clears throat> this bitch, Zach. I'm going to give it 10 popsicle sticks. <laughs> You opened the box, and there were no popsicles, just sticks. So it's a zero. It's a big zero. Big old zero. That might be. It, that might. That might be a negative ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I could go that harsh. I mean, we're not. We're not talking. No, about, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, not talking about Tusk over here. I'm. Yeah, I'm not actually going to give it a zero. I'll give it. I'll give it like a two and a half, because there were some things that I did like. Like I said, I liked the initial her getting her powers and that initial EMT sequence. And I liked the cranberries at the end. <laughs> and I like and I like Adam Scott. See, that's funny. I, I was going to say, I'll, I'll go three pudding pops, but two of those are for Adam Scott. <laughs> that's basically two pudding pops for Adam Scott, half of pudding pop for the cranberries for me. <laughs> that's, oh, man. All right, I, so that's... It bums me the fuck out. It really does. Because I, re I really do think that, uh, like I said earlier, the, the one thing I would drive home here, uh, other than everything we're saying here that is not good, is that I felt like Sidney Sweeney and Isabella Merced and Celeste O'Connor uh, really should have gotten a little bit more of a chance to maybe show what they could do and actually bring something to this film. Agreed. It sucks that they didn't get to because with the way this is going, you probably won't actually get to see those characters come to fruition. But then again, we know that Sony is stubborn, so yeah. we'll see. Sony does love to just take a shit and then eat it. So it's possible and then eat it again yeah sony sony is that dog that poops in the yard and then comes back and eats its own shit later so it, <laughs> it's possible <laughs> sony is the scurviest dog in the yard oh i love it like you can't let him go out there and not watch him because he'll eat his own shit <laughs> <laughs> because well. I, I i think that the next movie was going to be mostly about those three and yeah. getting their powers and coming to terms with their families and shit like that and now it ain't about shit nope okay spiel spiel 
We gotta hurry up. I gotta go take a shit and then eat it. <laughs> God damn it, Jack. You killed me. You Sony motherfucker, you. I gotta go take a shit. And I gotta get Bad Bunny on the line to play that fucking luchador character nobody knows. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm feeling a Silver Uh, Sable movie coming out. Oh, boy. (laughs) Can't wait to shit that needed. Oh, God. (laughs) I have to compose myself here. Zachary's trying to kill me, everybody. Breathe, sir. Breathe. This shit is too funny. (laughs) All right. First things first. Hit us up on Apple Podcasts because all the other podcatchers are dying. (laughs) (laughs) It is a wasteland of podcatchers (laughs) Other than uh, Wait, what do I forget? Oh yeah, Facebook, go like us there You totally fucked my brain up on that one (laughs) My fault, Go like us on Facebook I had to volley that one back (laughs) Um, You could also hit us up on X If you'd like to participate in dead forms of social media (laughs) Uh, Which, you know that also brings us to Instagram, but that one is a little less dead these days. Instagram's alive. Yeah, Instagram is alive. Threads is dead. Yeah, yeah, like, that lasted five hot minutes. Five hot minutes. Um, but uh, at all all of those places, you could hit us up at TFD Nerdcast, at One Angry Fat Dude, or at Z underscore Irish underscore Red. Uh, you could also hit up at the comics that we love, Zach's other podcast of the same name. Indeed. And, of course, if you don't want to download the show, you could just stream that bitch using, <laughs> you know, the, the the remnants of podcasters. Deezer! Deezer yet lives! Deezer yet lives. Ghana yet lives. Uh, Spotify is, like, the second primary. I guess so, yeah. But, like, if there is a podcatcher that still exists, we are on it. So just tell people that. We can be found. Yeah. You could also just, you know, if that fails, just go to a website. What is it? That would be twofatdudes.podomatic.com Where the fat first grew Because the clicks ever matter Indeed Last but not least For the mousy little fucks in the audience You don't like social media You don't like people seeing what you have to say But you do want to reach out to the TFD To the two fat dudes And tell us how much you loved this movie And how we're wrong Mm -hmm. We would love to laugh at you I fucking dare you (laughs) (laughs) You can You can Send us that horrible, stupid email at at twofatdudes at hotmail.com. Chad, tell them how to spell that, because if they like this movie, they probably can't spell it. T-O-O-F-A-T-D-U-D-E-Z. Oh, man. Fuck Madam Webb. Clap if you love Zachary. <laughs> 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 <laughs>